This is Writers in Tech, a podcast where today's top content strategists, UX writers, and content designers share their well-kept industry secrets. Hello and welcome to Writers in Tech, a podcast brought to you by the UX Writing Hub. Uh, my name is Yuval. I'm the founder of the UX Writing Hub, and I'm very happy to have you here today. Today, I have a very special guest that I've been personally following her work for more than four years now, I assume. She wrote a book named Why You Need a Content Team and How to Build One back in 2018. She's organizing a very cool conference named Content by Design that is going to be soon. Her name is Rachel McConnell, and I'm very excited to have her here. Hey, Rachel, how are you? Hi, Val. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. It's pretty hot here today, so just about surviving the heat. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You're in the UK, but not in London, right? No, I'm just outside Brighton. I'll be jumping in the sea at the end of the day to cool off. Oh, that's cool. You have like, <laughs> uh, you have beaches over there. Yeah, yeah. They're not very sandy in Brighton. They're quite pebbly, but they're better than nothing. Got it. You should visit Israel. We have a lot of sands here uh, next to our beaches. One day. Oh, yeah, one day. Yeah. Cool. So I know you have a lot of experience in nukes writing. So tell us more about your background and how you started to work in this field. Yeah, so I'm pretty old. So obviously digital wasn't around when I first started my career. I actually originally trained in journalism. Then I went into advertising and marketing for quite a few years. And then when social media emerged, I kind of moved more into that area. So I did community management for, for a while. And then that took me more into digital marketing and blog writing and producing sort of email marketing newsletters and things. And as I was doing that, I started to see that the, the rest of the digital team were building out these experiences, like quote, uh, it was for an insurance company at the time, and they were building quote journeys for insurance without any form of content expert. So the designers and the developers were just kind of chucking in any old words and hoping for the best. And it kind of really made me angry and I just was like, why aren't you using me to do this? You know, I, I'm a writer, I can help you with this. And so that was where I first sort of moved into UX writing, content design, and I got more and more involved with, with that until I was across six different product teams and realized that wasn't really sustainable and I needed to grow a team. So after quite a bit of some education, I guess, around what content design was and why you needed people in those roles I grew a team at that company and then left there went to Deliveroo for a year I worked agency side for a year as a content consultant and for the last year I've been at BT so I've done quite a few different content related related roles in my time all right and BT is no it's like a telecommunication company in the UK right Yeah, so it covers BET, which is home sort of telecoms and like more traditional phones, but also broadband, Wi-Fi. And we also have EE, which is probably the UK's biggest mobile phone provider network. And we also have Plusnet, which is, which is a smaller broadband company. So it's sort of a, a quite a range of a range of communication products. We've got quite a big content design team there, actually. There's about 100 of us. And it's wow. a pretty big, pretty big digital team there. Yeah. And are you planning to like scale that team even, even more? Potentially. There's, yeah, there's some exciting projects coming up. We're quite big, though. And I think, you know, it's always a, a challenge with a team of that scale, maintaining 
sort of community of practice and things. So we're focusing really, we're focusing a lot on the moment of building capability and community across the team and things like design systems and all those things that you need to drive quality and consistency as you scale. That's awesome. So you're working on uh, some kind of uh, content style guides too? Yeah, so we've got a design system team. We are actually recruiting for a content designer for that team at the moment. So if anyone's okay. interested, let me know. But yeah, that's that will incorporate lots of, sort of patterns and styles and frameworks and everything you'd expect around all of our design components and design elements. So yeah, that's quite a big, chunky piece of work we're doing at the moment. That's awesome. So if you want to work at BT in the team that works on the content style guide, so definitely reach out to Rachel they're hiring and you're also the co-founder of lead with tempo this is something you launched like last week right yes yeah, so last week i launched an initiative with actually an ex-colleague from clear left who was very instrumental in building the leading design community which people might have heard of we discovered that there was a bit of a gap for something similar for content design leaders we have unique challenges in our discipline and we've launched tempo which is a community events meetups and things specifically for people leading content teams and leading content so that's really exciting that's one of my little side projects at the moment that's awesome yeah i'd love to check out your events and and see what's what you're going to be up to in the future sounds really cool yeah you should you should definitely join it i'd love to so basically you wrote the book why you need a content team and how to build one so first of all i love the agenda of that book which was published back in 2018 and back then it was like okay like Listen, you need to hire a writer. Uh, that was the discussion in the community back then. Listen, you need to hire a writer. UX writing yeah. is a thing. And uh, a lot of companies didn't can't get it. And still today, a lot of companies don't get it. But but you can definitely see that way more companies today hiring. So I love the agenda of like, you know, promoting this discipline so we could have a place to chat about it. And, and then, you know, the discussion about like, how to build a content team. So I'd love to hear from you um, for the folks out there that are currently building a content team or people maybe that considering to hiring their first content owner, like their first UX writer or, or content designer, whatever they decided to call it. So what would be your tips for them? Like how one might build a content team? Yeah, so I would say if you don't have content in your organization or you have it, you know, in in one capacity, like you might have it in marketing capacity, but you might not have it within your product design squads, is to think about the kind of work they'll be doing. Don't think of it as we need someone to come in and do the words. Actually, content design and UX writing is a lot more than that. That's probably 10% of the role. Actually, a lot of what UX writers and content designers do is not at that surface level. It's much more about solving problems collaboratively with designers understanding kind of product strategy understanding what the key messages are what the user needs are what the business goals are what the context is and all those things that you need to do in order to create create good content so think about the the sort of type of work that they'll be doing and what kind of skill sets you might need don't get too hung up to start with on job titles because actually I think content design is a really good job title it covers the the writing side but it also covers that foundational design side I think the other thing I'd say is look for someone as your first hire that's kind of fairly senior because I think the mistake a lot of people make is hiring in someone like as their first hire that's relatively new to the discipline and actually what you're going to need is someone who can help you grow and advocate for content in your organization 
potentially help you build a team as 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 the work comes in and demand increases so I'd say like make sure your first hire is someone who who has the ability to do that and is really passionate about growing the discipline getting it embedded within the the product squads kind of taking the lead I guess on on advocating for content in the organization because that's a lot of what we do as anyone who works in content will testify and if they like is it okay that they will have like background in in journalism and other stuff without having a background in content design or they must have at least like two years of experience understanding like product and or so no. in yeah i mean in my view it's it's really it's really important that someone understands sort of why you know the strategic side of kind of product content but actually i think you can teach somebody ux methodology you can teach someone about product strategy and product vision you can teach someone about collaboration and the tools they use i think one of the things you can't teach is is writing skills and i think with someone who might be from a communication background perhaps in journalism or perhaps in marketing if they've got the right mindset and that's the kind of usability mindset because you know they're no longer writing to sell a product they're writing to help make it easy to use or easy to buy or keep someone coming back to you know re- repeat usage they're shifting their mindset from sales to to kind of usability and use and and more of a ux focus and so i think if you can find someone who who's got the kind of competency there and is a really excellent writer and and has and has that kind of you know can do attitude you can teach them all the other stuff you can teach them the methodology so i think i think yeah it doesn't necessarily matter if they're not from a pure ux writing background all right okay that's a really uh, great answer and okay let's say that right now i want to hire that person so what do, in your opinion would be the best recruitment plan like which <laughs> stages which stages are we going to have are we going to have an home assignment are we going to you know Yeah, see, I'm, I'm in two minds on an assignment. I think an assignment, if someone doesn't have a strong portfolio, giving someone an assignment is quite a good way to, to test their writing skills. It doesn't need to be a take-home assignment. At BT, we do it in the interview. So we give someone a task, we leave them for 20 minutes. It's a problem-solving task, and then we come back. I don't believe in really, you know, someone should be spending half a day two days three days four days on a task for a job I think it's enough to to get them to do a problem-solving task and to look at some of their body of work I would be asking questions that that test or that tell me how good they are at collaboration I think collaboration is super important for content designers and sometimes you know people who are from more traditional backgrounds in writing they might be the kind of person that just wants to Be given a brief go away into a room do their writing come back and go ta-da and actually you can't be like that as a content designer you have to work out in the open you have to collaborate you have to be getting feedback all the time you have to be fine taking your work at a very early stage into crits and getting feedback on it so it's not going to appeal to perhaps someone who just wants to go away and write in a quiet room and then you know bring the work back right I'd also probably be trying to find out about how they um, deal with tricky stakeholders or manage differences of opinion because I think one of the really important things that we do as content designers is influencing an organizational influencing and managing stakeholders 
and making sure that we're providing the rationale for our content, but we're also taking kind of input from other people and, and working collaboratively with them. So I think it's sometimes the wider organizational skills that are, that are just as important for content designers as the writing skills. That's a really interesting point there because like, it's really interesting. Like when it comes to writing, it seems like everyone in the organizations have their opinion, but you wouldn't see like a stakeholder going to the code of the developer and say, hey, you, <laughs> no. you, shouldn't, you shouldn't put the curly brackets there, you know? Yeah. But when it comes to writing, like... Everyone's a writer, yeah. <laughs> every, exactly. Everyone have their own kind of opinions and dealing with them, it's, it's a work... it's also part of the work itself like communicating with them showing them you know giving them confidence in what they're saying and what you're doing it's really important i was just going to say that giving that rationale for your work and having the rigor behind it and showing that you know i didn't just go away and write something actually i explored 15 different options and here's the ones i discounted and why like just showing that rigor the same rigor that a designer would show if they were sharing design exploration like we're not often very good at doing that because we don't like showing our working because we think it You know, we think somehow it's going to show that we're not very good at our job. But actually, it's almost the opposite. I think showing that working out shows how how good we are at our jobs. I agree. I also really believe that you need to share your, you know, your writing exploration process and so on. Fantastic. So let's let's step back real quick and and go back to that question of, okay, we are recruiting a writer right now. So we check the portfolio and that was the first step. What would make us go back to that person? Which kind of uh, traits are we looking in that specific portfolio? We've seen that they did like some kind of an exploration, but what else are we looking for? I'm looking to see the quality of the, the writing. I'm looking to see that you actually solved the user need. So depending on what the purpose was for the, for the content or design, did you achieve that purpose? I think one of the things that, again, we're, we're probably quite bad at as content designers is setting out what success will look like for that content and saying, okay, here's the success, here's what success will look like and here's how we're going to measure it. And then going back and actually measuring that success. And I think sometimes it's easy to get hung up on making content quirky or making content funny or making content really kind of stand out by being a bit wacky. And actually what you're doing is a job. And I think coming back to that kind of UX point and that don't make me think point, Actually, we're just trying to get people through a task as quickly as possible. You know, they haven't got time to read our five lines of quirky copy. They just want to get through this task as quickly as possible. So did did you achieve that? Did you achieve what you set out to achieve? Did you get the results you wanted? And, and if you didn't, how did you iterate on that? How did you improve it? What did you learn from that experience? Amazing. We've seen all of those traits in the portfolio. And what would be the next step? when we're recording that person i think like just having a a couple of conversations with them really probably going through an interview and asking some of those questions that kind of draw out some of those skills sometimes i think you interview someone and you know you you, you never quite you know you think oh this person could be really good so you kind of need a second opinion and in in those instances you might want them to meet other team members Uh, you might even want someone who isn't a content designer maybe like a product designer or a product owner to to have a chat with them and see how they feel you know do they feel like they're they're collaborative do they feel like they've got the sort of missing skills that they need within their squad yeah and I think once you know once once you're happy with them it's kind of offer time really I also like to find out a bit about their career goals because and and also how kind of 
passionate they are just generally about content like are they the kind of person that is continually trying to improve their skills and looks to to go on workshops or read blog posts or are they the kind of person that is actually just kind of quite happy going to work going home and just switching off at the end of the day and forgetting about content and I think you need you need a combination of both in an organization you need some people are like super passionate about content and driving it forward and driving the whole kind of capability forward within an organization and without those people it's really hard to get momentum I agree but at the same time we we don't want people you know to burn out Uh, I know many writers many (laughs) many writers like the most talented writers I know like eat sleep dream yeah content and then like a massive burnout six months not doing anything you know I I met those as well I think like those those community side of it that shouldn't doesn't necessarily need to be out of work you know it doesn't need to be your evenings and weekend time you can do you can have like a couple of hours a week within your job that you just put aside to read or write or you know watch a TED talk or whatever it is but I really think that building in that kind of wider learning is really important in someone's day job and it shouldn't you know it's not an expectation that they're going to be you know reading content books till 10 o'clock at night absolutely not it should be kind of within their within their work time but yeah I like I like I like it when someone is is interested in supporting others within the team and helping kind of whether it's a buddy system whether it's mentoring whether it's getting together to run a lunch and learn but but people who are just really interested in kind of driving the discipline forwards You talked about a lot about like uh, the learning aspect. So which kind of TED Talks and stuff like that. So and also you're planning a lot of uh, events soon. You have the Content by Design conference uh, with a fantastic lineup. And you, as, as it says, you're going to have also events for like UX writing and content design leaders with lead with Tempo organization. So mm-hmm. what kind of learning should everyone including leaders uh, in the field should have these days I mean there's so many generous people in the content community I think like sometimes we're almost too generous with our time I mean I know myself and other people we're always kind of having calls with people or mentoring or sharing in slack groups we generally have like a very sharing community and I think just being part of that community where you can ask questions or get feedback on your work or share your blog posts or even think about oh I, I think I might want to write a blog post but I'm not sure what I want to write it about like going there for inspiration on what kind of what people want to hear about obviously reading books is 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 one thing but that can be quite time consuming for people that don't have the time to kind of sit and read a book but there's plenty of communities out there there's plenty of talks and meetups for people that just kind of want to drop in watch a 15 minute talk or or um, even come to a conference for a day. I just think absorbing information from people around you who who are cleverer than you that's I mean that's what I do I just listen to the people the wise people out there and <laughs> and then like you know learn from other people because there's so many skilled people out there with so much to offer and you know they're all out there offering it you don't you don't have to like look hard to find you know 10-15 people sharing their wisdom on on content so I would just suggest maybe joining a community slack community or a Facebook community or going to an event signing up for a workshop anything that you think can kind of fit around your your working life really because yeah it, it shouldn't be a, a massive time investment cool do you have like a specific uh, resource or person that uh, you feel like taught you a lot in the last few months for example 
I definitely recommend the content and UX Slack community. It's quite, it's really active. And there's also a UX writers Facebook group and a content strategist Facebook group. They're very active. And Twitter, again, is very active. There's a lot of content designers on, on Twitter. I go to a few events. So UX Fest is on at the moment. That's run by Clear Left, who are also running content by design. There's a few content talks happening there. But I think just even the general UX design talks are really, really and probably probably even more important for content designers because we can just learn so much from other disciplines and even like within your own organization there'll be product designers and ux designers who would love to share their knowledge with you or help you learn how to facilitate workshops or initiate ideation sessions we shouldn't underestimate you know the the things we can learn like right within our own kind of working environment all right so that's awesome so twitter facebook groups twitter uh, I said Twitter already, maybe LinkedIn group, Slack group, content, uh, and UX. Uh, that's awesome. Those are great resources, I agree, uh, for sure. A lot of information, a lot of people to follow on Medium. I know that yeah. I've been following your work on Medium for a while now, so that's also a great resource where you can just publish for free. I think, know, yeah, I've got about 50 articles on there now for anyone who really can't sleep at night and needs to read something to send him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I recommend to check it out. Because I, you, you are one of the first people that have been following their work that actually was writing about it since then. On yeah, Medium. I don't think anyone was really... I don't think when I started doing content design, I don't think I really knew it was content design. I think maybe Sarah Richards was starting to get content design kind of a thing, you know, turning it into a into an actual kind of job title and discipline. But there weren't many people really kind of writing about it on Medium or in social media. So, yeah, I think it was I think it was probably like maybe eight, nine years ago now, wow. maybe even a bit longer than that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. So first of all, Rachel, thank you so much for being here today. I have the last question, which is what name would you think would be good for this episode? I have a few ideas, but... That's a tricky one. How about how to build a content podcast? How to build a content podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Or uh, but... content designers waffling on about content design <laughs> I, I feel like in the first part we talked about a lot about like how to recruit a content designer so that was yes. how a to good build a content designer <laughs> yeah exactly something like that and that's a good one or even how to build a team of content designers something like that yeah i think that works how to yeah how to build a content design team <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know. don't ask me I'm bad at content <laughs> <laughs> all right Richard how was it how was the episode yeah it was good thanks for having me um it's been fun it's been fun to chat I don't yeah, think we've ever met in person before so it's it fun to actually meet you and, and have a have a chat about content <laughs> actually it is yes the first time we're meeting after like being I don't know I, I'm I feel like I've been a fan for a lot of years now. So it's really great to have you here in person, to talk to you, to meet the person behind the profile. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So I recommend to follow you on Medium. Is there any other place where people can find you? I am on Twitter. It's Minette, that's M-I-N-E-T-T-E underscore 78. Yeah, I think they're probably the main places to follow me. All right. So Rachel, thank you so much. 
and thank you everyone for being in another episode of Writers in Tech brought to you by the UX Writing Hub. I'm Yuval, the founder of the UX Writing Hub, and I'm going to have you see you in the next episode. Bye.